Hi, welcome back to Pink Space Dream and you're listening with Beck. I am so excited for today's episode. When I recorded episode three and I was talking about feeling seen and I talked about my own schooling experiences, especially when it came to high school, I felt like a lot of these conversations spurred from my time with Alyssa. Like I said, we were basically quarantined together over the summer. Uh, We did a lot of DoorDash car runarounds. It was a great time. And so that conversation really inspired me to make that episode. And with that, I feel like she and I had very different perspectives as far as how it went. Um, And so I called her up um, a while ago and I asked her if she wanted to do an episode with me, kind of reflecting more on our own experiences in high school, because she'll have an an outsider perspective as far as uh, what I was like and how I've changed and I definitely know a lot of her truth. Um, And plus, we're both incredibly, um, I don't know, reflective. And so uh, she was so she was so excited to jump in on this with me. So I have her on call right now. Hello. Hi. It's so great to be here. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much for calling in. I'm just oh, my gosh, I, I definitely wanted to save this episode for you when you were in town. But then I was playing around with Anchor and I had seen that they had this call feature and I just, oh my gosh, I texted you like maybe two seconds after. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hopefully by the time December rolls around, I can come do one in person. Yes, that would be amazing. All right. So why don't you go ahead and just kind of introduce yourself and where you're at in life right now? Okay. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Alyssa. Um, I have been friends with Beck for, I don't know, like eight years now, I think. Um, (laughs) Right now, I am in my fifth year at UNT, and I'm studying photojournalism and music. Um, I'm super involved in drum corps and the marching arts and photography. That's just like my little niche where I have put myself for the rest of my life, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Um, (laughs) Right now, I just recently started a new job at a drum manufacturing company in Fort Worth doing all of their social media and marketing. And that's been super awesome. Um, So I feel like my career is finally starting to take off, Um, you know, a semester before I'm about to graduate. But anyway, um, I I know, I know. Um, I recently picked up a new hobby that I had been wanting to do since quarantine. And I'm making some wire wrapped jewelry. And so if you guys want to go check that out, it's at Morning Sun Goods on Instagram. So that's pretty much all I've been up to lately. All right. Thanks for sharing. So uh, let's kind of go into our reflection topic for today. So we're going to talk a lot, a lot about high school. And I think that we, so we had both gone to a college prep school. And I think we just, I don't know. It was it was different from what I was expecting, and I think I learned a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things that kind of still apply to me today. Um, but we're very different from when we first went. Um, I'm sure. Oh you- yes. <laughs> <laughs> so give me a description of who you were when we first met. Include the red boots, please. Oh my God. Okay. So <laughs> freshman year, freshman year of high school, my very first interaction with Beck, this is a very specific memory that will probably always stay in my brain. <laughs> we had uh, world geography together 
and on like I think it was during the first week of classes Beck was all decked out in this navy blazer and I walked up to her and complimented her on her outfit and then I figured out that we had geometry together too and she had these boots that every time you would walk down the hallway they were like those those click clack teacher type boots so that's one thing that has never changed about her yep um but I started high school and I was playing volleyball so I was kind of in like the whole athlete crowd and then I decided to join band sophomore year and then that became my life so I was part of like the whole band nerd squad all of high school and yes I did unironically wear red cowboy boots with boot cut jeans and a t-shirt at least three or four times a week so at least I've learned something about personal fashion in the last eight years (laughs) <laughs> and I'm proud of that and music, <laughs> and music too I think I like to take her credit for corrupting you um because oh, I yeah, definitely sure. just <laughs> threw you into the deep end I was like hey have you ever heard of Avenge Sevenfold <laughs> <laughs> yes and then us jamming out to like sleeping with sirens and being angsty and writing each other notes and passing them in the hallway that's still another <laughs> me too they're all in like a little folder in my room somewhere oh mine are in a shoebox because you would fold them to me when we'd pass them in the hallways yeah 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 (laughs) they're still folded the exact same way you gave them to me (laughs) oh man that's great um we are definitely such different people since then oh absolutely (laughs) and speaking of so what were some of the biggest challenges that you faced in high school I think the problem that my biggest problem in high school is that I had no idea who I was. And I still feel like I'm figuring that out even now as I'm almost done with college. I feel like I finally have a grasp on like who I am and what I believe in at age 22. But Mm -hmm. at age 15, you know, I had no idea who that was. And I looked for a lot of self identity in other people, um, which I feel like is what a lot of high schoolers do. They like try to connect with other people that way. Um, which I guess is good, but then it obviously takes a lot of time and, like, willingness to grow personally and, like, work on yourself alone, and I think that's something I was very afraid of, to, like, open up to myself and be vulnerable with myself then. Yeah, I totally see that, and I I think I told you the last, like, car adventure we had, like, I was, like, I would watch you, like, you know, like you said, look for your identity and other people, and I was rooting for you. I was, like, no, not there, like, uh, but it's not something you can really tell somebody. It's something that they kind of have to figure out on their own. Right, right. Um, I think for me, and I think these challenges are kind of closely related to each other, but I definitely struggled academically because um, sophomore year, that first AP class, and we were required to take AP classes. So the first one I took was world history, which social studies was like not my jam. I love it now, but um it's just, it, it, I felt like I was like thrown into the deep end and I just was so like lost. And I, I just felt like I, I didn't really feel like any of the teachers like saw me or, or like were able to like reach out. And now I, that I am a teacher, I know that's what they were supposed to do. And I'm sure they saw me now that I've been on the other end of it. It's just at the time, it just felt like, um, I don't know, like I was just trying to to succeed academically, one for that that validation because um, it, it, that's just 
what what our mentality was going to a college prep school you know the every every report card or um it was always like oh what's the rank now you know and it was like it was like the biggest like gossip like every every single like person would be talking about like oh how how did their rank change or who how did the top people's rank change you know mm-hmm. and so and i like, feel like so much of our identity just in general was placed on our grades in that it kind of seemed like my rank was just never going to match the, the the groups that I wanted to be a part of. And I was so wrapped up and I've, I've had this conversation with you many times. It's like, I put myself in this horrible box where it was like, because I was at a new school, because I had a rough middle school, I was like, you know what? I want to be, you know, friends with everybody. I value personal relationships. And that's what you and I had because you were able to go to different groups and try different things and it never affected you and I because we weren't like part of a clique together. We were just Alyssa and Beck. And I love that. But I, mm-hmm. but that's but just because you and I were there doesn't mean everybody else was there too socially. Um, and I needed to learn that that's, people need that space I think. And naturally as people, we want to be in groups and we want that sense of belonging so who am I to like, you know, like take a dump on everybody else's ideas of what was going to make them happy socially? Like I realize now that that was something selfish of me to be thinking. Um, and really all of these like high school, like I viewed them as acquaintances, but really I feel like they could have been friends or we, we still could be friends if I had taken the time then to just reach out or just, you know, because we all knew each other on some level. It's just... I feel like the the people that I still talk to are the ones that like we've made the effort for each other just to say hi every now and then nothing too heavy. And so it, I don't know, I just felt like I put myself in a box of like, okay, I'm not going to be in a group. But then at some point, because everybody did get in a group, I was like, longing for a group. And it was like, I was I just felt like I it, that was like a big identity crisis for me as far as who am I in relation to people. Mm-hmm. And even thinking about it now, like obviously I was around band people twenty four seven. Like we spent hours and hours and hours together. But even though we spent all this time together, I don't know if I could actually call many of them like close friends. Like sure, we hung out all the time, but if I was in a personal crisis and I really needed somebody, would they show up? I don't know. And I feel like that's why I value our friendship so much, even though in high school that was seen as like different if people from different cliques, quote unquote, are hanging out together, like outside of those groups. Yeah, absolutely. And it was like, it's just really interesting to think like I definitely applied because I was like, oh, I want a fresh start. I want a school where everyone's going to take their academics as seriously as I do because I couldn't deal with the clowns in middle school like it was just a different area I don't know I just thought that I was going to get people that because we shared a mutual like passion for learning which wasn't the case because I'm the teacher here right but <laughs> but because um you know I just I had this perception that that Everything was going to be fine and dandy, and we all had so much in common, which did bring us together. It's just it wasn't to the extent that I wanted. It didn't satisfy that um, that deep personal longing, you know. I was mm-hmm. so it was great that I wanted that, that I wanted that connection, and I got it. But because I had this high, high expectation that 
really only the perfect like people could attain like I set myself up for failure in that sense and I I know this is like a another area that we probably won't touch on today but I think that's even leading into how I thought about relationships in high school like Mm -hmm. my standards were just so astronomically unreasonable because of maybe some like poor habits that I had seen exhibited Mm -hmm. from my parents I never grew up around like a positive loving uh, relationship like that Mm -hmm. and so when I was you know thinking about dating somebody I had all these expectations that they could just never live up to and I think it's kind of the same way with friends too, you know? I absolutely. Or at least like that's how, that's how I'm understanding you felt that way in high school about it. Yeah, definitely. That's, that was exactly how I saw friendships, you know? So what would you say was probably the hardest thing you learned in high school? I think this is kind of cliche again, mm-hmm. but I think, I don't think I realized this until after high school, but if I had just been myself, I would have been a lot happier. And I think that's something I'm still learning now. Like, if people don't want to be around me for being myself, then they don't need to be my friend. They don't need to be in a relationship with me. There's no business for that happening. Um, I think just being truly authentically yourself is probably the most brave thing you can do. And especially in high school where it's a world of just, like, um, clicks and everybody's looking for approval somehow. Mm -hmm. And especially with, like, social media um, you get, you gotta be yourself. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I love that so much. And I definitely think that that definitely speaks to your truth as far as like the biggest growth I've seen from you because who you are now is so different and both were amazing and beautiful. It's just, I feel like in college, you finally gave yourself the space and the grace to like try again and try again when it came to how to, how to, how to live out being yourself. I think that definitely ties into mental health as well. And I, you know, I wasn't diagnosed officially with anxiety until college, but I'm sure many of those habits were there in high school and probably worse then than they are now. Um, And now giving myself like time to breathe and knowing my limits, like high school, I pushed myself way too far and I, I paid for it. You know, Mm -hmm. I was miserable. And so just taking the time to take care of yourself and know when to say no, that's super, super important. And especially as a Virgo, especially as a Virgo who wants to please everybody and wants to do everything and say yes to everything and go everywhere. Sometimes I have to say no and be okay with it. Right. And that's taken a lot of growth and hurt, but all for the best. Yeah, absolutely. I think for me, the hardest thing I learned, which ties pretty closely to that, I had to learn that um, I had a very negative outlook as far as like uh, like friendships went and like relationships in that friendship sense. But I had a very negative outlook that everybody else was the problem. Nobody was seeing me. I was like incredibly selfish and I just kind of like always grew up with that, but I never like had people like call me out on it. So it was something that I had to learn from like being hurt over and over again um, and realizing that the problem was me. I needed to be the one that was open. You know, I needed to reach out more than I should have. Like I lived so much in my head that I just thought that I was doing all these things to like make all these efforts to be friends with every single person I saw. And I always felt like I was coming up short, but really the issue was because I did all the thinking in my brain and because my brain was so loud 
it felt like I lived a whole nother life in there. Like I, like my perception, like the way that I acted in high school was different than the way that my brain perceived it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the same way. Like from, I guess from like all like the what if conversations in my head and the what if I talk to this person or, oh, what would my life be like if I was part of this, this friend group or whatever? Or what if I did achieve, you know, friends with everybody? What would that actually look like? And I, because I've lived the high school scenario five times more in my head than I actually lived it in person, I, it was hard to realize that, oh, because I, I was so like passive and maybe that's the Libra in me weighing out all the options, you know, trying to find the perfect balance. And in that, I got so caught up in the thinking, the indecision that I was inactive. I didn't do more to put myself out there. And, mm-hmm. and I think that I can use that for future, for future um, friendships and relationships going forward as far as you know, it's okay to reach out. It's okay if people, and my biggest fear is that people are going to see me as annoying. Now I don't, I'm, uh, people see me as annoying. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. I don't, you know, now that so much time has passed high school, it's like, really, if I annoyed somebody maybe one time that did not alter, you know, they didn't spend the rest of their days thinking about how annoying I was. Like that was dumb for me to to build that idea up in my head. Like I don't affect people's day as much as I think I do. Mm-hmm. And that's still something I'm like working on and need to hear too. Cause I live so much in my head and you know, you live all these scenarios five times over. And by the time you're actually ready to act it on a person, you're exhausted. Yeah. You're just emotionally drained from actually doing what you wanted to do in the first place. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I think that was just the hardest thing that I had to learn personally is just that, the world does not revolve around me and it will pass me up if I don't take some action. And I think, I, I think now that um, some time has passed uh, some people from high school, will, like message me every now and then, or just, you know, DM me like, Hey, how are things going? Or like, Oh, I see your teaching career. And it's like people that like surprise me, you know? And it's like, Oh wow. You actually like, pay attention and it's like maybe I was this scene in high school I just was too selfish and in my own head to recognize that and to extend that love back mm-hmm. absolutely so going on those challenges how do you think those shaped you into who you are today you're asking me hard questions <laughs> today you're asking me I mean I wanted to like yes. be reflective and, and talk about the stuff because I I know that people need to hear this and mm-hmm. that it might help somebody out there but um can you phrase the question in like a different way? Sure, sure. So you talked about like finding your identity in other people and you've talked about your own perception of relationships and a lot of the own your own personal struggles and challenges. How do you still um, make meaning of those today? Gotcha. Um, I think my my like perception of relationships has definitely changed in the last even like year or so um even since i started dating lane which has been the most authentic liberating like true love relationships i've ever been a part of and you know i can say that about our friendship too like i just don't have to worry about all these questions in my head i can just speak and talk to you about anything i'm thinking about um 
And I think that also ties into like the authenticity part of it too, where you're just not afraid to be yourself. Um, I'm just more comfortable with who I am. And I think that just takes time um, and being upfront with maybe some really negative things about yourself that you're like, you know, maybe I need to change this. And that's come with a lot of therapy and a lot of journaling and alone time, which I think everybody needs. And I think anybody can benefit from therapy. Um, mm-hmm. So does that answer your question? Yes, yes, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you for sharing. I know it's, it's you told me dive deep, but I know it's, it's even with that, like even if you're up for the challenge, it's still hard to kind of be vulnerable in that sense. Um, yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I tell you this all the time. Like, I don't think I could have said this in high school, but like, when you ask me something personal, I'm like, I'm an open book. I don't have anything to hide. Like literally ask me anything. Right. And if you had said like, you know, what's your deepest, darkest fear about life? Or (laughs) are you afraid to die or something like that? I would have been terrified to answer that question. So I think just being, being open enough to confront your personal issues or some fears that you have can help liberate you mentally you know Mm -hmm. absolutely I think for me my liberation um is just that understanding that I do live in my head a lot um and so I think that that high school well really I grew up really extroverted and it was kind of wearing off by the time I was going into high school and I think by the time I graduated I was like fully extrovert like um because I do a lot of like leadership positions and I teach I, I, I'm not afraid to get out of my shell. Um, it, I mean, I guess it causes a little bit of fear in me, um, but not to where it's like I freeze up or I don't want to, you know, because now that I understand what it's like to, what it feels like to be seen and I understand the importance of acknowledging when I do feel seen, I'm okay getting a little uncomfortable trying to make somebody else feel accepted and loved. Absolutely. (laughs) And so and I think like mm -hmm. since high school too, like you're saying like you transitioned into being more extroverted. I think I've transitioned into being more introverted. And like, I guess that's a good thing because Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of being alone anymore. And I'm not afraid of being alone with my thoughts, which I think is a big step in terms of like confronting some issues. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think from me understanding that I do live in my head most of the time, it's helped me take a lot more action outside in my everyday doings. Mm-hmm. Just being more mindful of like, how am I moving? How am I feeling? Like, how yeah. does my body feel physically today? Like all of those different things. Absolutely. And even, even yeah, knowing that because of other people from high school doing little things to make my day, um, like I've, I've told you like some, some names of just like people that like in high school, like whenever they would like, you know, we had a class together and it's like, even though that was the one class we ever had together, just them saying hi, like made me feel like so acknowledged and like I exist and like I matter. And so in that knowledge, I think that because I understand firsthand that impact, um, even if people don't take it the same way, I don't mind making somebody else feel that way I definitely will um, step out of my comfort zone if need be to let people know like hey I see you or you know just mm-hmm. being able to um, not be afraid of like small talk yeah for sure 
Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you. So um, fun one. So uh, describe the other person's growth. So you would describe me. So describe my growth from when we first met and then I'll do yours. Um, physical growth, literally none. <laughs> she has been under five feet and will be for the rest of her life. Ouch. Um, <laughs> um, mental growth. I've just seen you blossom into just this, again, extroverted, open, um, incredibly caring, considerate person. And it's so awesome to like, when you first became an orientation leader, just to like see you in a leadership position, because when we met, I would have never, ever expected you to do something like that. Um, you've just made so much growth. And I it's it makes me so happy to see you like in a happy relationship with Marcos. And that you're happy with your career and you're exactly where you want to be in life. And even if that wasn't where you wanted to be in high school or what you expected that to be, here you are now and you're thriving, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, that I'm happy for you and I support you in everything that you do. And you're just, um, you're not afraid to be you. And you don't, you don't worry about what other people think about you anymore. Yeah. I do feel like that, that that I have that new sense sense of like liberation in that way. Thank you. So the growth that I've definitely seen in you is definitely that codependency on other people. You've become a lot more self-reliant in that way. And I think that's incredibly admirable. And it's really hard because when you, when you trust people, it's really easy to like fall into this sense as, as far as feeling safe and secure which is great because you learn how to balance that with um, able to, to depend on yourself and, you know, and be a go-getter, especially with everything you're doing with like your photography. Well, you, you did, um, if, if it's, I hope it's okay that I say this, but you switched majors and it was like a big jump for you, but you seem like so much happier now. And I feel like you're just really a lot more in tune with what you want in life, you know? Yes. Um, first of all, that makes me feel incredible. So I appreciate it a lot. Um, yeah, when I switched majors, um, I don't know if it's just because I had a really good experience in my time as a music major at UNT. I was, I was in the music program there for three years, and then I changed to photojournalism in spring of 2019. Yeah. Um, but I just had a really tough time with not being so hard on myself and music. And given that I started so late, it was a lot of catching up to do. And that made it even harder in college. Um, so I was just had to constantly be on. Like, I never had a chance to to decompress and, like, take care of myself. I was in the practice room, like, until three in the morning. And then I had class at eight the next day. So, yes, I have definitely become – I am a happier person since I changed my major. And I feel like I'm finally finding my little niche and, you know, I, I had no idea that I would be doing this now. I thought I was going to be a band director uh, for however long and then retire. And now it's like I have a whole world of possibilities opening up to me with this job. Um, so that makes me feel really, really good. Yeah, absolutely. And I, so I, that's definitely how I've seen it, you grow as far as like your own like self-dependence and making things happen for yourself. And even just the way that you are with other people, like you're definitely, you don't try to kind of like go out of your way 
to fit in with somebody else. I feel like you've become very so sure of yourself in, in, in the sense of relation to other people to where if you're with someone, like you are not going to change yourself for them. And if they're down with that, great. If they're not, you know, then you, you don't have, you're not spiteful. You're just, you know, loving from a distance. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much. I, I, that's kind of just like my outlook on life. It's like, if you don't want to, for lack of a better term, if you don't want to vibe with me, then don't vibe with me. Like, that's okay. Um, you know, the people that I hold close in my life value and love me for who I am. And those are the people I deserve to be around. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the same for everybody. Don't like put your energy into people that aren't going to give you the same energy back. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing about you, this is probably like a huge one, but you've just become so much more open-minded, like (laughs) going from like your, you know, who you were like freshman year when we first met, um, you know, because you were still finding yourself, you weren't very sure of like what you believed or whatever you believed was a lot of like going with the flow, um, which is normal at, at that age, right? We were like 15. Um, but now like you you like you try different things you see what you like you see what you don't like that goes for people music food experiences like you've like traveled and you want to travel like you you're not afraid of you know being like held back or or not fitting in like you just you just go for it and i really admire that about you um and yes, that goes for like your, your personal style. Like, I don't, I think <laughs> like, imagine like you now trying to talk to your 15 year old self, she'd be like, <gasps> absolutely. If like 15 year old me saw 22 year old me now in a pair All of socks <laughs> with like tie dye pants and like, a, a ratty, like ACDC t-shirt she would be in awe of how cool she is I feel like (laughs) she would be like I could never (laughs) she literally could never oh man so thank you so much for that um before we go do you have any social media to promote yes um okay so my Instagram is just at Alyssa Tranbarger um if you don't want to worry about spelling my last name just go to Beck's Instagram and find me through there um I just started a jewelry Instagram where I'm posting all of my wire wrapped jewelry right now I'm making lots of earrings and rings and I also do personalized tote bags and custom orders so you can find that at morning sun goods on Instagram and I think that is it all right awesome so thank you so much for being with me um especially right after world mental health day I hope you had a good one thank you so much for having me yes absolutely I hope you enjoyed this episode of Pink Space Dream, and thank you to Alyssa for coming on. It was a, such a blast having you on. Um, I love just talking like old times, and I think this was good stuff that we, that we dove into. And another thank you to the listeners for checking this out, especially through the audio issues this episode. This was my first time recording off of my um, the invite friends to join feature on the anchor app and so it was new it was something we were trying out and I really liked it and I learned how to troubleshoot some of those choppy audio issues in the middle of the episode so (laughs) we're we're just figuring things out and um and to any high schoolers that are listening I hope that this episode 
gave you some clarity as to whatever's keeping your heart unsteady at the moment. And even those that aren't in high school, thank you for checking this out. And I hope that this helped you make sense of your own self-discovery journey. And I know I need another, I need a real closing. I need to make a real closing. I say this every episode. The time will come. All right, be safe. And I will see you all in the next one.